Welcome to the Pups Abilities Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. I'm Jess, and I'm a dog mom and small business owner on a mission to spread love to animals and make major impact in this world. When I became a dog mom in 2019, my dog Chewy completely changed my life for the better. I've always been passionate about helping animals, but now it has become a huge part of my life mission. This podcast community is for you. If you are an animal lover who wants to come together with like-minded people to share stories, spark conversations, and create some massive changes together. Are you ready to learn with me? Are you ready to laugh and cry with me? Are you ready to spread joy, awareness, and impact with me? If the answer is yes, let's do it. It's time to imagine the pup's abilities and make massive impact together. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five. I am so pumped about this episode. It's something that has been on my heart for a little bit. And it's something that I kind of had to like sit down and reflect on and think about because I'm going to talk in this episode about three different lessons that Chewy has taught me. Three lessons that my dog Chewy has taught me over the four years that I've had him. And it's a special one because I feel like sometimes, you know, we we feel the love that we feel for our animals and we don't ignore that part of it. We don't ignore like that loving part of of having a dog or a cat or a horse or any animal in our life. But I think that sometimes we lose track of what our animals bring us in the sense of what they teach us. I have always admired animals in a way that I feel like a lot of people don't see. And I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you can relate in one way or another. But I do feel like a lot of people on this planet don't fully see the beauty that animals have within them. And they have this special energy about them that it's truly just, it's so special and it is their energy. And each one of them has a different energy, right? And I believe that they all have things to teach us and they all have, you know, ways to bless us. And, you know, of course, like we are there for them, right? If you listen to episode four, my sister Julie brought us in on her story of rescuing her dog Milo from Save Animal Shelter. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go give it a listen. It's a really heartwarming episode. It was really, really special to me, and I definitely, definitely recommend listening to it. But my point being, you know, Julie and all these other rescue parents and then other dog and cat parents that you know, are are giving their animals this great life. Of course, like we give them so much, but they also give us so much. And I really want to honor that in this episode. And I want to talk about three different lessons that, you know, three different lessons of many lessons that Chewy has brought to my life. And another part of why I was inspired to do this was actually last week on March 15th was Chewy's four-year gotcha day anniversary. So, I was reflecting a ton on the last four years and just how much Chewy has changed my life and how much happiness he has brought to, you know, my life and my fiance's life and everyone who knows him, how much joy he's brought to everybody's life. And, you know, I I just really felt called to do this episode and I really felt called to, you know, reflect on these three lessons that he has brought. 
And I'm really excited to do that. And I'm sure that in the future, I'll probably have more, you know, lessons that I reflect on and I feel called to come and share on the podcast. But we will see, you know, how that unfolds with time. So to get into today, the first lesson that I want to talk about is Chewy taught me to truly be present in this moment. So the first lesson is be present in this moment. And I brought you guys in on my story about when I had first gotten Chewy and, you know, we were out exploring and we were walking and it was a beautiful spring day and all the flowers were, you know, blooming. And it was just like one of those like really, really nice spring days where, you know, it's finally starting to get nice out. I had a new puppy. I was living in a new town. I had just moved in with my fiance. Like life was good, you know, and we were walking, whatever, but I did have to get to um, my student clinic, you know, later in that day. So Chewy and I were out on a walk in the morning and, you know, I, I was enjoying myself again. It was that spring day, like all the vibes were there, right? Like I was, I was very happy, but I was thinking about, you know, the to-dos that I had for the day and how I had to get to my student clinic and I had to, you know, go here, here and here. And I had to get this done before I get there, right? And I remember my brain was pretty scattered and I was just like thinking of it all. And then as I've told you in a prior episode, Chewy stopped at a flower. He literally just stopped at a flower. He was probably like, you know, four or five months old at this point. And he stopped at a flower and he smelled it. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like he he stopped and he smelled the flowers. Like he actually, you know, lived up to that phrase and he did that, whatever. I thought it was so cute keep walking, keep walking. He stops at another flower and he smells that flower. And I was like, wow, okay, hold on a second. Like this is, this is cute, but this is also really special. And I remember just really reflecting on that because he kept doing it, right? We would stop at one flower and he would smell it. And then he would keep walking, enjoying his journey, enjoying his walk, you know, with his mom on this beautiful spring day. And then he stopped at another flower and the pattern just kept happening. And What that taught me was to truly be present where my feet are, to be present in this moment. Because if you let yourself lose track of the beauty and the flowers that are around you in every moment, because you're so caught up in X, Y, and Z and all of these worries that you have about your to-do list or whatever it is that's going on in your life, right? We all have different challenges. We all have different struggles. And you know, different days look different to another one and everybody's life experience is unique to them. But I do genuinely believe that we all have the ability to focus on the present moment and to stop and smell the flower, regardless of the to-do list or the stresses that you have or the time that you have to be somewhere, right? When you're walking and you're in a situation like that where it's this beautiful spring day and you're with your dog and you're in a new town that you love and you're walking, right? There's so much beauty there. There was so much beauty there for me in that moment. And I give Chewy so much credit for truly teaching me to stop and pause and truly teaching me to notice the beauty and to get out of my own head and to be present exactly where I am because there's beauty here right now. And I know that's deep and maybe you weren't expecting like that type of like deep conversation to be happening on this podcast, but truly Chewy has, has really brought this side out in me over the last four years. I've always been, 
you know, like introspective. And I always have tried to find the positives and the lessons and everything. But he has helped me do that to a completely new level. And, you know, a huge part of that is this story that I will always come back to that he shocked me and he stopped and smelled the flowers. And he really taught me to be present in this moment exactly where I am and to never take that for granted because you only get this moment once and there's beauty in every single moment even in the hard times there's beauty and he really he really taught me that and I'm really really grateful for him so if anybody like aligns with that or feels connected to that please let me know I would love to talk about this a bit more it's it's a very special you know story and it's a very special you know memory that I have with Chewie and he's taught me so much So going on to the second lesson that Chewy has taught me in my life that I want to talk about in this episode is to truly just do what feels right in each moment, right? Like do what feels good in each moment. You know, again, of course, our lives, we have responsibilities. There are things that we have to do that we don't always want to do. But how much can we bring to our daily lives to do what feels good in the moment, right? And the reason I say that is because Chewy, right? Like many other dogs, he does what he wants to do, right? If he wants to nap, he's going to nap. If he wants to cuddle with his parents, like he's he's going to cuddle with us. If he wants to run around and play, he's going to let us know that he wants to run around and play. If he wants to eat, he's going to eat, you know? He is so connected to just doing what he wants to do in every moment. And of course, you know, like a dog's life is different to a human's life. And we have these things that, you know, we need to worry about in terms of, you know, our jobs and our careers and our families and taking care of our households and creating enough time for self-care and socializing and family, like all that, all that type of stuff, right? And of course, there are things that we need to do. But what if we started giving ourselves permission to be a little bit more like a dog in that sense, right? Not Maybe not in every moment that might not be sustainable, but how can we start taking those moments where we do have choice and just doing what we want to do rather than forcing us, forcing ourselves to do something that we, you know, don't really feel like we have energy for in that moment, right? Maybe I really, really need to declutter my closet and I really need to do it today. But if the moment comes and I'm like, you know what, my body's tired and I really need to take a nap or I really need to just lay down and read a book or I really need time to go play with my dog and and have that connection with him. What if I started giving myself more permission to do those things? And what if I started giving myself more permission to do things that make me feel good? And what if I start to realize that yes, there are certain things on my to-do list that are urgent and do need to happen, but how horrible would it be if I put it off for just a little bit longer? Because in this moment, what what really feels like it's going to feel good to me is not that thing on my to-do list, right? So the fact that Chewy and other animals really just function in that way where it's like, okay, it's, it's time to nap. I'm going to nap because that's what's going to feel good to me in this moment. Or, hey, it's time for me to play because that's what feels really fun and joyful for me. And that's what's going to make me feel good in this moment, right? So I've really adapted that into my life as much as I possibly can, where even if I'm overwhelmed between my two businesses and I have an endless to-do list, if a moment comes where my body is telling me that I do not have the energy to do this, I give myself permission to slow down. 
And of course, like I've said already, there are realities that we all have in our lives, right? Where we can't just always be choosing to do what feels good. I completely get that. You know, like I said earlier, everybody's situation is different. I know a lot of you listening might be moms or dads and, you know, you have a human that you're raising and that you're responsible for. And I completely get that there are certain realities that you might have that I can't, you know, understand yet because I'm not a mom yet. And I completely get that some of you might have, you know, different situations where your time does feel very limited. And I get that. And I want to honor that. And what I'm trying to say is truly just that when you do have those moments, when you do have that free moment, whether it's, you know, you have five hours of free time in a day, or if you have 20 minutes of free time in a day, to truly just take those moments and do what feels good and to not take life so seriously and to give yourself the permission to do what feels right to you in that moment. So if you really need to go clean the bathroom because you haven't in a couple of days and you really need to, but you feel like you are going to feel burnt out after cleaning that bathroom because you literally have zero energy to do it and you think that you actually would feel much better if you sat down and let yourself read a book or listen to a podcast, I just want to give you that permission to start considering that and to start having that level of choice in your life. And again, Chewy truly is the one that really taught me that, you know, and and to some people it might sound crazy, but when you spend every waking second basically with your dog, you know, I work from home and I'm with him a lot, you really start to, you know, I guess, co-depend on each other in a sense where it's like, okay, I'm always with you. Like, I know you really well. You know me really well. And you learn from each other and you start to connect with each other. And I think that's something that not everybody understands because not everybody has had animal relationships like that. But again, I know a lot of you listening have likely had those types of relationships. And I just want to bring awareness to how much they do teach us and how much those connections really do bring us, right? We give a lot to them as they're humans, right? But our animals give us so much and that includes so many lessons. And the second lesson that he taught me about doing what feels right in each moment has truly changed my life in a lot of ways because when I when I do have the choice, when I do have the ability to make those choices to do things that feel good. You know, I I really try to make this a huge part of my life and I give Chewy a ton of credit for it. Third and final lesson that I want to talk about in this episode that Chewy has taught me and has brought to my life is this concept of unconditional love, right? And this isn't a new one. This is a common lesson that I feel like is spoken about in the general public and society that animals have this unconditional love about them. And as I spoke about a bit in the beginning of this episode is just how they have this really special, unique energy. And if you are a human that allows yourself to have that connection with an animal and allows yourself to see that connection in another animal, you are not only blessed with their unconditional love, but you have the opportunity to learn how to love more like they do, right? You have the opportunity to start to realize that you can truly love people and you can love other animals and you can love yourself and you can love your these people and yourself just because. You can love those animals just because, right? Chewy loved me the second that he met me and he didn't know me. And I felt the same about him. 
But it's so beautiful to me that, you know, he met me and he was like, yep, you're my mom. You're my human. Like, I love you. You're mine. Like, he just brings this energy that is so special and so unique. You know, when when I come home, even if whether I was gone for five days or if I was gone for five minutes, I get the same response from Chewie when I walk in the door. And it is as if, you know, he he couldn't be any happier than he is in this moment because he's back with me. And there's something about that moment that is just so special and it will never get old. And it literally makes me want to cry like every single time in the best way because it's truly unconditional love. And he does the same thing for my fiance. He does the same thing for a lot of people that he really loves in in our lives. And it's just so special to me. It's so special. Me and my fiance always joke around, like, imagine if we greeted each other the way that Chewie greets us every single time we're back together, right? So whether we're gone for five days or gone for five minutes or five hours, it's always that same response from Chewie. It's always that, oh my God, I'm so happy we're back together. You know, it's just, it's so special. And if you've had a dog, you you know what I'm talking about. It's It really stops you in your tracks, right? It really makes you think about how loving they are and how special that is. And again, how can we start bringing more unconditional love to this world? And how can we start bringing more unconditional love to animals? Because when we bring out our unconditional love for them, huge changes happen, right? My hopes with this episode and every episode that I record really is just spreading these types of thought patterns and spreading these types of messages to get people to start thinking about animals in a more beautiful way, in a more unconditionally loving way, if that makes sense. You know, it's it's because I believe that the more that we have conversations like this and the more that we just start thinking about these things, the more beautiful this world becomes for animals and for us right? The more that you can start thinking about your dog or your cat or your horse or your bunny or whatever animal you are connected to in this life, if we can start viewing them as our teachers as much as they are our students, right? If we can start thinking of them more as our teachers and what they have to teach us and what they can do for for us and the way that we think and the way that we show up in this world, if we can start being more present in every moment and smelling every flower, how much happier would would we be, right? If we started taking more moments and doing what feels right in those moments, how happy would we be? How calm would we be? How peaceful would we be? Because we would be acting more in, in a flow state, right? We'd be acting more from from these places that allow us to feel good because we're making choices that make us feel good and we're living life that way, right? If we feel like napping, we're going to nap. If we feel like going and exploring, we're going to go and explore. And when we do what feels right, we're happier, right? And then this unconditional love piece, how can we start loving more the way that animals do? How can we bring that unconditional love that they show us? How can we bring that and embody that and bring that out to the world, whether it's for ourselves or other people or animals, right? And really just start thinking about that and start thinking about what your animal teaches you every day. And I would love to hear about, you know, what comes up for you. Like, what has your animal taught you? What has your dog taught you? Your cat taught you? Your horse taught you? There's so many things that they teach us. And we could have, I believe, hours long conversations about it. 
But I want you to just start reflecting on that. Because again, the more of us that start thinking in this way, and the more of us that start acting accordingly to that, the more beautiful this world will become. And this, the more beautiful we can make this world for animals, right? Once we all, once people like us who want to, you know, like myself, record this episode and people like you who want to listen to this episode 20 minutes in, the more that we start thinking this way, the more that we start spreading those thoughts to the world, I believe the more easily and the more quickly we can change this world for animals. So if there is anything that came up for you during this episode, if there's any lesson that really resonated with you that I spoke about, or if there's anything else that came up for you that maybe I didn't touch on that you want to share, please feel free to go over to Instagram. I post a podcast um, reel over on Instagram after every single episode on the day that it comes out, just to kind of, you know, show you guys what the episode is about, give you a little bit of a sneak peek into, you know, part of the audio from the episode. And also I'm doing it for the reason of us to come together and talk about it. So whatever came up for you, please go over to Instagram, check out the reel for episode five and let me know what came up for you. Let me know any lessons that, you know, you want to share and let's get that conversation started because like I said before, the more of us that start doing it, the more of us that start cultivating a community like this, and the more of us that start having these conversations, the per- there's more permission that we give to others to do that. And we show them a way into this way of thinking, right? So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I feel so grateful that I have so many of you already that really resonate with what I'm, you know, really trying to bring out into this world through this podcast, and it means the world. And I really can't wait to hear what you think about this episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Pups Abilities podcast. I hope it left you feeling ready to imagine the Pups Abilities and create your own beautiful impact in this world. If you loved this episode, I would really appreciate it if you shared it to your Instagram and tagged Pups Abilities so that we can grow this community, spread awareness, and create massive changes for animals together. I'm sending you lots of love and inspiration to imagine the pups' abilities, and I will talk to you soon.